Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith. You know, this weekend, we're going to hear a little bit in the readings about not being distracted. Hmm. We are about four weeks into our new year, and if you are anything like me, you've become a bit distracted. We, you know, we kick off a new year with these great ideas. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish that. I'm going to give up all my worries. And then we're barely four weeks in, and I don't know. It's so easy to become distracted, to have a bit of anxiety, to look at things that are going on in our world, and to have that bit of anxiousness come in. And, you know, in the readings, um, it just, it's amazing to me as, as I look at the, the amazing readings that we have on a regular basis. Um, in, in this weekend from Paul's letter to the Corinthians in chapter seven, verses 32 through 35. I want to read that before our first song. Okay. Brothers and sisters, I should like you to be free of anxieties. Hmm. I would love to be free of anxieties, right? Um, an unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But a married man is anxious about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in both body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am telling you this for your own benefit, not to impose a restraint upon you, but for the sake of propriety and adherence to the Lord without distraction. That phrase without distraction, and it's very clear in the readings, you know, whether we are married or single, whether we are living a vocation as a priest or a religious or, or whether we are, you know, in the world, we, you know, we can be in the world and not of it. I think that's kind of where I want to jump off today. There are so many anxieties, but if we truly can find time with our Lord, we can set those anxieties to the side and know that no matter what, God has us. Um, Our first song is from Liz Owen. I love this one. It's the title track from her project, The Lilies Know. And you know what? If the flowers and the the beauty of nature doesn't have to worry, we don't have to worry either. Um, wherever you're listening today, take heart as Liz Owen now sings for us, The Lilies Know. i 
such a great lesson as we begin this episode of letting the anxieties go. And yes, there are things going on in the world. But you know, if we listen to the voice of the Lord, we really don't have too much to worry about. Um, it's an amazing thing that when, when we truly let ourselves be in the presence of God on a regular basis, in our prayer life, if you have the availability in your parish for adoration, you know, that beautiful space where we go and look into the face of Christ in Eucharistic exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. Um, that's an amazing, that's an amazing gift um, to know that as we come to the Lord, as we come to Him in our prayer, as we come to Him in the sacred beauty of the Mass, as we come to Him and acknowledge that we find him in so many ways in our world, whether it is in the face of children, whether it is in the eyes of someone who is homeless and in need. Um, we come into that presence of Christ in so many ways in our world, and we realize that uh, we can lay it down, um, listening to his voice, coming to him, and just being with him. Um, you know, that's going to take us to our next song. Josh Blakesley, who's one of the composers with uh, Oregon Catholic Press, the beauty of his music, um, and one in particular, We Come to You. In this song you're going to hear, you know, we come to him broken and, and in so many different ways, but we know that he's got us. And uh, 
So after this song with Josh, we're going to come back and chat a little bit more about this. From Josh Blakesley, We Come to You. By your body and blood, by your life and your love, renew us. May your sacrifice be forgiveness and me.
you, Josh, and a big shout out to Oregon Catholic Press and and the beauty of so many of the uh, artists whose music they let us use as well in our program. Such a great blessing. Um, we're going to go to the psalm. Um, sometimes as we look at these beautiful passages in scripture, we need to be reminded, um, and this one in particular, Psalm 95, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. It's so easy when things are going on around us in our world to harden our hearts, to say, you know, I'm not going to let this affect me. I'm going to push it back. I'm not going to have to deal with it. But in this one, listen to these words. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us, for he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he, he guides. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You know, when we have these anxieties, when we have things going on in our world, and believe me, it is going to ramp up this year, right? We are going to be in an election year. And so, Things are going to start flying back and forth. Who's the best? Who's the worst? Who's, you know, all of these things that just create more anxiety. When if each and every single one of us would live according to the voice of God, to the word of God, to the teachings of God, to his commandments, and yes, they're commandments, not suggestions, but they're commandments for a reason. You know, when we live within the teachings of God, we find a natural peace. And instead of hardening our hearts against those commandments, if we could come to that place of just sincere loving Him, what a difference our world would experience. If we could just come into that place of loving God so much and knowing that as we love him, he loves us all the more. You know, there was a song written the year that I was born, and uh, I had the privilege of recording it a few years ago, and Joe Wise wrote this song, and Joe has become such a good friend, and I love as I share some of his pieces, but he wrote the song for his wife, Melita, when they were getting married, and the phrase, I'm in love with my God, my God's in love with me. And the more I love you, the more I know I'm in love with my God. And to know that God looks upon us with such an admiration that he was willing to come here and to, to, to save us. Um, in this song, it's a bit lengthy, but I think it's worth the extra few minutes to share it. When we see the way that God looks upon nature, the way that he looks upon the rose and the beauty in which he has created it, when he looks upon the little lamb that needs to be shepherded and cared for, how much more he loves us. Um, and, and so the way that he looks upon the sinner, us, and what he's willing to do to bring us home because he loves us so much. If we could just daily remind ourselves of the incredible love that God has for us, we wouldn't worry so much. The anxiety could be set aside. Now, for me, your host, Julie Carrick, Melita's song. Have you 
Working on the project, The Bridge, a few years ago, I wanted the very last line of that song, of the entire CD project, to be, I'm in love with my God. And uh, that was the song, the final one on that, on that record, I'm in love with my God, because I am in love with Him. Um, you know, the gospel acclamation this week, we're going we're gonna to say together that, that phrase, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. You know, we are those people living in a land overshadowed by death. During this month of January, you know, we focus in on life. We have the the nine-day novena as we pray for life from the moment of conception until the moment of natural death. And we give a focus asking our Blessed Mother to truly intercede for us, to help us choose life. And it seems like the more that our country accepts death as the answer, whether it is the unborn child in the womb, 
whether it is those who are in need around us, you know, the, the horrific focus of euthanasia that is actually legal in a number of our states. There is this overshadowing of death, of sin and darkness. And yet we know that Christ, the light of light, Christ our Savior, Christ who came to redeem us, we can make a difference in our world by making a difference in each and every one of our private lives, in our homes. As we wake up in the morning and we say, this is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad. I am not going to give in to the darkness. I am not going to give in to the sin. I am going to do what God wants me to do. If every one of us would wake up with that focus and begin our day and stay in that grace that he has offered us, what a difference our world would, would be. And the next song that I want to go to, this incredible couple from Florida, these beautiful, beautiful people known as Out of Darkness, Lori and Adam Yubowski, um, they've got such a great way of sharing in a joyful sound the truth of Jesus Christ, that we proclaim he is Lord, that we live in his grace, that we live in his love. And in doing so, we find not only purpose, but a joyful purpose in our day. It is so easy as we have anxieties to let that darkness overshadow us, but we know that the light of Christ breaks through that darkness of sin and gives us not only a hope and a purpose, but the grace and the joy in the process as we live our lives. And so as Adam begins this song and, and we hear the beauty of what we're going to start to experience in this in this life of joy and grace be blessed as they sing for us now let my soul proclaim let my soul proclaim your greatness lord let my soul let my soul proclaim well how can this be you have shown me the Savior, and I will call Him Jesus. His mercy sets me free. I am not afraid, for You have shown great favor. Nothing is impossible. Let my soul proclaim Your greatness, Lord. Let my soul, let my soul magnify Your grace and see. Let my soul proclaim You have shown me your strength You have humbled the mighty Lifted up the lowly And set the captives free 
Thank you for sharing such a beautiful joy as we take each day and live that day to its fullest in the grace and in the joy and in the mercy and in the love of our God, putting that anxiety behind us and just letting his His love um, overflow within us. Now, Michael Poirier, another good, good friend and such a great contributor to We Sing Our Faith. Um, Michael and his wife, Mary, you know, they are, again, this living witness in our world that it's very, you know, we are, we are tempted and it's very easy to give in to the anxieties. And I don't know how many times Michael and I have sat down over the years and said, well, ABC, whatever it is, is happening again, either in our lives or in the world or what's going on around us. But instead of giving in to that anxiety, we would, you know, we would kind of laugh, we would pray, we would laugh some more, maybe share a couple of tears, pray some more, and realize that it's living in that heart of God. In the heart of God, no matter what we have done, no matter what is happening in the world around us, God will not only heal it, but he will bring such a magnificent good out of it when we take that time to be in his heart to be in his presence, to to simply realize that we are being held in the heart of God. Um, Michael and his wife Mary have done such a phenomenal job over the decades, really, of helping people come to a sense of peace and acceptance of God's mercy. And in particular, for women who have, uh, who have chosen elective abortion. And how do you come back from that? for the men who have taken their wives or their girlfriends to these horrible places like Planned Parenthood, where they literally end the life of the child in the womb. How do you come back from that? Either as the woman who's made that choice, or as the man who has taken, instead of being the father, instead of standing up for life and being a strength, but giving in to the weakness of death, and, and finding that that would be somehow a better choice. How do you come back from that? And the beauty of living in the heart of God is that, yes, every single one of us has sinned. Every single one of us has done something against the mercy and the beauty of God, the grace of God, but he is willing to bring us back. And Michael and Mary have done such a phenomenal job over the years of helping people come to that acceptance of mercy, to come to that place that they know that in the heart of God, they can find true peace, true healing. And if you are one of those people who have succumbed to that pressure of abortion, or if you've been the one who has taken someone and somehow led them to that 
sad loss, that horrible sin of, of, of abortion, it's never too late to turn around. And we learn that in Michael and Mary's ministry. So, from Michael Poirier, Here in the Heart of God. Here in the heart of God This is where you will find me Here in the heart of God tell you if I could speak to you right now I'd beg you let them go let them go all the worries in your soul let them go let them go all the worries in your soul if I could reach you If I could shake your unbelief, I'd beg you, place yourself in the heart of God, and you will be here with me. Oh, place yourself in the heart of God, and you will be here with me. Here in the heart of God. just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith. I am your host, Catholic recording artist, author, and mission presenter, Julie Carrick. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you, sharing the music and the ministry, the heart of so many of today's Catholic recording artists. For information about each and every one of us, 
please visit that site, WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you. Now, as we continue along this little journey today of, you know, accepting the fact that things can go wrong, accepting the fact that we don't live in a perfect world, and in fact, far from it, but knowing that God's love and his beauty and his grace that surrounds us is such a phenomenal gift just when it would be so easy to give in to some of the distractions and some of the very darknesses of our world, if we just step back and take that moment to talk to the Lord. You know, I think that's why the the beautiful Liturgy of the Hours is such a powerful thing for the communities, the religious communities who live in them. Um, my husband and I, as I've mentioned before, are Benedictine Oblates. And the community that we belong to is Conception Abbey in Missouri. And I love the way that God has introduced us to people who keep us accountable over all of these years of being in ministry. And one of them is a beautiful, beautiful priest from Tulsa, Oklahoma Diocese. We knew Monsignor Gallus in his parishes there over the years. And when we would be there to offer parish missions or evenings of reflections or retreats, Monsignor Gallus always had just, I mean, he had this gift of choosing just the right topic for us to share um, with their community. And just recently, he has retired and is now one of the spiritual directors at Conception Abbey, Missouri, um, for the seminary that is there. And then during his off time, he continues to serve the people in Tulsa. And it was such a joy when we received our Tower uh, magazine, the regular uh, publication from Conception, Missouri, um, Conception Abbey, to keep us informed of what's happening and to see Monsignor Gallus's picture. And so for all of those years that we would be in his community sharing these various parish missions, he was praying for us, we were praying for him. And it's such a joy to my heart to know that in the morning, when we do our morning prayer, and then at midday and, and evening, those are the three times of day that my husband and I do um, that part of the divine office. And to know that we are praying that together with people all around the world, um, it is an amazing gift that keeps us close in this beautiful love of God. You know, those psalms that are prayed throughout the day are the same psalms that Christ himself prayed. Um, the beauty of our, of our Catholic faith that holds us together in such a unique and such an intimate prayer life, it is absolutely beautiful. And the grace that comes, whether, whether you are praying the prayers of the divine office, the Christian prayer, or however you pray throughout the day, we are held in that beautiful love and that beautiful grace that God offers each and every one of us that lifts us out of those times of darkness and despair and keeps us living in that beautiful light. Um, I keep saying that word beautiful. Um, that's going to take us to our next song. We have one more today from Josh Blakesley and his beautiful song, Beautiful Is Your Love. We're going to take a few moments with Josh now and come back.
Is your love? Uh, 
um, I love it. I, I love the beauty of this music. And, uh, and again, from OCP, there are so many wonderful artists whose music is shared in our hymnals, as well as music that we have to listen to throughout the week. And you know, one of those songs is mine, Shades of Grace. Um, I love singing this one because it really gives us that focus that yes, we're in the world, but we're not of it. So from me, your host, Julie Carrick, Shades of Grace. song, the song that is going to take us to the top of the hour, is a song that I wrote a few years ago for a a women's conference. It's entitled, Give Glory to God in All Things. Now, 
when everything is hunky-dory, you know, when, when everything is lined up perfectly, when we're healthy and well, when the children are happy, when the spouse is happy, when the world is happy, how often does that happen, right? It's so easy to give glory to God when things are going well. And the theme for their conference, when they asked me to write this song, was give glory to God in all things. That word all was my little kind of sticking point. And I asked them, do you mean that, to truly give glory to God in all things? And so the team leaders, there were about 12 women that were leading this um, this conference. And I said, I'd love to hear from each and every one of you um, uh, something that you gave glory to God for. And they all gave me these beautiful things, you know, someone being healed, newborn children, um, prayers being answered, you know, so many amazing things. And I said, but you're using the word, give glory to God in all things. And I've yet to hear anything negative. And I asked those very hard questions like, who has suffered loss? Who has suffered illness? Who has suffered, you know, I went through a, a bunch of different questions of things that happen on a regular basis in our world. And I said, in that moment, did you give glory to God for the hard things as well? And one by one, they began to give me examples of very difficult moments where truthfully, it was not easy to give glory to God. And I said, did you want to rethink your theme? And they said, no, we need to learn how to truly give glory to God always, no matter what we're going through. And so again, I asked them to write down a few of those things in where they experienced God even in those times of darkness where he was walking through them and carrying them through them and taking all of those phrases, I put together this most beautiful lyric that really does teach us that in all things, we are called to give honor and glory to God. So that as we hear that phrase, like the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light on those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, Light has arisen. No matter what we're going through, God is with us, so we do not despair. Now, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, give glory to God in all things. Let my actions sing a song of gratitude. Let my words speak truth and give you honor And let me, Lord, be grateful when I suffer some for you Let me truly praise you, Christ, my King Let me give glory to God in all blessings in disguise in every single moment of every single day my soul wells up to sing a song of
amazing grace. Help me, God, to know Your plan. This unexpected love beyond the veil. want to say thank you for joining me today on We Sing Our Faith. It's always such a privilege. For information about each and every one of us, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Celebrating the culture of life, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Join us in praying in Our Father for the intentions of the Holy Father, our bishops and clergy, and those of religious life. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We pray for all your intentions daily. May God bless you. Arm yourself for the daily spiritual battle. Visit St. Michael's Armory for beautiful sacramentals, recast antique medals and religious jewelry, and our exclusive sterling silver and wool brown scapulars. Pick up these means to strengthen your soul and arm yourself well for the battle of life. StMichaelsArmory.com That's StMichaelsArmory.com Spiritual armor for the battle of life. Mother of Divine Grace School has served families worldwide for over 25 years, guiding them in implementing this fully accredited classical curriculum at home. Founded by homeschooling veteran and author Laura Burquist, the Mother of Divine Grace School program is faithful to the teaching of the Catholic Church and supports parents in their mission to educate their children in the truth. Call 805-646-5818 or visit modg.org. This is Bishop Andrew Cousins, Chair of the National Eucharistic Revival with this month's Eucharistic Moment. There are many places we encounter the presence of Jesus. 
But the Eucharist stands above them all as the place we encounter His presence in a bodily and substantial way. We should never take this encounter for granted. Life has privileged places of encounter, a groom meeting his bride before the altar on their wedding day, a family praying beside the bed of a dying loved one. These are sacred moments, privileged encounters where we stand on holy ground. Do we treat receiving the Eucharist with similar reverence? Our outward actions not only reflect but can dictate internal belief. The way we dress for Mass, the way we seek to pay attention at Mass, the way we prepare, these should reflect the privileged encounter we are about to have.